0: You're listening
1: to a Roddenberry Podcast. It's 7 p.m. Pacific time and 10 p.m. Eastern time. I am well aware of that. So no matter what time it is, it's time for Mission Log Live. And we are bringing big energy. Maybe strange, but big energy to kick off 10 straight weeks covering new Star Trek, 10 straight weeks of new Star Trek, starting with the premiere of Star Trek Lower Decks Season 2, Strange Energies. And that's what we're going to be talking about tonight. But before we get into that, before we get into saying hi to everyone in the chat, I want to say hi with big energy, strange energies to my co-host for tonight and for the next segment of this entire Star Trek journey, Ashley V... Robinson welcome back thank
0: you hugs through the internet my brother
1: I have missed you I have
0: missed sweet sweet Earl guiding us through these difficult times and I have missed these conversations I'm so excited to be here and I'm so excited everyone got to miss our boring COVID catch-ups before we started today
1: I mean, it was nice. You know, it was great uh, catching up with you. I mean, mm-hmm. we we were in the green room for a little bit, uh, but I think that throughout the course of the show, you know, we're just going to talk a little bit of lower decks, catch up a little bit, see how the people are doing in chat. Let's say hi to some of the people here in chat. See what's going on. So we have Phil here, Mission Live Baby. Yeah, Mission Log Live Baby. There you go. I can't read. You know what? This is what happens when it's like 10 o'clock, you know, my time, and 7 o'clock your time, because <laughs> I'm still kind of adjusting to that a little bit. That's this whole three-hour time difference. You I need a nice promised...
0: uh, cup of Ractigeno with you to keep you awake.
1: The last time I did that, I like got really over-caffeinated and, and just just stuttered everything. I was just a little <laughs> too hyped. And, and my strange energies are already going off right now. So uh, thanks to everyone who's in the chat and already kind of like chatting things up. Rhea had to come and go. Uh, let's see. We have one of the Pauls. We have a Paul sighting here. Hey, Paul. How you doing, Paul right? So many Pauls. I know Chris Riker. Chris Riker, thanks for being here. Carlos, Dave, Matt, Alan, Dave Takechi. Dave Takechi, I owe you big time. Uh, we may get into that story a little bit later on, but I owe Ooh. David big, big, big time. Uh, he knows what I'm talking about. So do other people that are part of the uh, Patreon Discord. And we'll talk about that a little bit labor. L- labor. later. <laughs> See what I mean? This, this is, is what- a
0: labor of love. We've been over this. <laughs>
1: That's why I missed you so much, you know, you pick up all, all of my mistakes and make them way better than what I'm actually saying.
0: They're gifts. You give them to me, they're gifts.
1: I'm feeding you strange energies. Is exactly. What
0: <laughs> <laughs> Someone's going to gift that out. And then we are both going to be in trouble.
1: <laughs> so what's been happening with you? Let's catch up everybody. They've already heard me yakking away for the last couple of weeks, but uh, it's been a while since you've been here on mission log live. So is there anything that, uh, anything that you've been up to that's been fun or special?
0: Oh, it's been like a whole year, hasn't it? I became an American citizen. I'm a dual citizen now, which is super, yeah. super exciting. Uh, if people are in LA and they are feeling safe enough, um, I just got cast in a play where I'm going to be playing a special aid to the president, which I think is a nice celebration of my new American identity. So That's come awesome. by in September. Uh, I've got a sweet, sweet link for that. Um had a comic book come out, Jupiter Jet and the Forgotten Radio, our second volume came out, and I moved. And like everybody at Mission Log, besides John, I -hmm. think moved in this most stressful of times. So we're all clearly of one mind uh, and not always the brightest minds, I'm sad to say.
1: Did you move from like one side of LA to the other, like literally like, like apartments down? You know, oh,
0: whatever. I moved, I think four miles away. Yes.
1: <laughs> yeah. The but Hollywood yeah, move. Yeah. As,
0: as you know, everybody thinks, uh, when you move during a post 2020, that you're going somewhere like really different and exciting. And we could, right. I could have walked the furniture over if I were strong, which I'm not.
1: <laughs> oh, that'd be like a good new COVID workout. You know, like the, oh my the God. four block move. And I'm just going to carry everything. and It's um, in the California heat.
0: Do you think the right. yoga that I do on YouTube has prepped me to carry an entire furniture set on my back? <laughs> Wait,
1: like like you and Jennifer doing yoga? Uh,
0: Jennifer, one, I fully am obsessed with Andorians. Jennifer was very cute. <laughs> Three, what are numbers? I would absolutely be in my notes. I was like, I love Jennifer the Andorian. What is Mariners deal with her? Yes, we will do our yoga with Adrian together. It's going to be great.
1: <laughs> That's something that you should do like at the next con, yoga with Andorians. That would kill
0: Oh, my God. Okay. STLV right. 2022.
1: But Write you have down. to be there. You have to oh, be I'll there
0: cosplaying it. as Jennifer, please.
1: Me? Yes. No. No. I, I want to see them gams. I, Come on. Well, I can work it out, but I just won't be able to get the antennas going. Well, okay. Just, you, know, uh, we'll <laughs> you can give it to the antennas. <laughs> All right. I just want to get the, uh, the number out there uh, so that people can start lining up for the calls so we can get the queue going for Earl. So, I mean, we do have a lot to get caught up on, but make sure that you click on the Zoom meeting link or use the one tap from your smartphone, or give Earl a ring at 669-900-6833. That's 669, I'm like dialing, right? 900-6833, Earl is standing by to take your call. Now, we don't have a poll this week. We will have a poll next week. And maybe, maybe one of the choices will be holodeck with holodeck, um, what would it be like? psychological um what would the word be what was she doing in the holodeck was she like a therapy oh therapy, yeah the yeah one, yeah right? so holodeck therapy with mariner or yoga with jennifer i think that's Ooh, where our poll should be good right very good yeah okay so maybe we'll put that up for the poll we'll see how the fans think about it by the end of the episode uh Coming up on Mission Log, though, we have a lot of stuff. Mission Log is going to be going off the warp rails, if you will, in the next <laughs> couple of weeks. Because we have Lower Decks Season 2, Episode 2 with you. We will be talking about Kazon, his eyes open. So I'm thinking that's going to be some type of tribute to Darmok. Oh, July. in the wall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think that that sounds very Darmok-ish, so we'll mm-hmm. see how that goes. Uh, also this week on Mission Log, uh, on Thursday, we are going to be dropping Take Me Out to the Holosuite.
2: I'm
0: so excited to listen. That's such a good episode. That was a fun
1: <laughs> one. I'm I'm very excited to hear about like what you think of our take on that. Because okay. So,
2: okay.
1: Spoiler <laughs> alert, not a big fan of Solok. Not a big fan. <laughs>
0: <That's> a, <laughs> uh, you know what? That's acceptable. <laughs> you know,
1: but- We'll get. Well, I'm not going to spoil anything. I just want to see, you know, what your take on it is. I'll just drop that out there. And then also, uh, we're going to be recording a very special supplemental because, as you know, uh, John was able to attend Star Trek Las Vegas. Excuse me, the 55 year mission. Because I don't want to get into anyone's trademark business here. But the 55 year mission, uh, and he represented Roddenberry uh, along with several other Roddenberries. You know, we had Jessica Linverdy on stage with him. We had Rod, uh, Claire Kramer, Trevor um trent you know they were all there working very hard without me because i couldn't travel because of covid thank you very much people who didn't get vaccinated you know just i just want to put that out there makes me sad that you had your fun and i did not so you know that's just a thing out there in the universe that that is a strange type of energy in and all of itself Right, so, um, but I just wanted to thank them for for just doing a bang up job and uh, entertaining the troops. But uh, when I was here back uh, in my studio, I was able to entertain the troops live on Discord uh, for our Patreon subscribers, which was a lot of fun. And John and I are going to talk about that. You know, what he thought about the convention, uh, how he felt that Creation was able to handle uh, running a convention and uh, a convention in this COVID time. You know, like what were the challenges? Were they able to live up to expectations? Were there uh, were there any drops in morale you know or, or was everyone safe so there's a lot that I want to catch up with him on and uh, we're going to put that out as a very special um, supplemental and then we're going to get into our regular recordings after that so yeah lots of stuff lots of stuff
0: nice I mean being being spoiled for choice having too much mission law goodness that's not a problem
1: I don't think so you know mm-hmm. I just hope that we don't hit anyone's threshold
0: Ugh! <laughs> how, dare.
1: how dare i how dare i jump the time stream <laughs> yeah I, so I went funny. there that's like that's like my uh my peewee herman like s- secret word you know every time i say threshold, threshold. Everyone <laughs> like goes crazy or just ashley goes crazy because she's really good at laughing at my terrible terrible jokes they're uh, not terrible
0: they're wonderful that's yeah. why i adore you i love you you're the best
1: we're gonna have you on forever at least for the next nine, at least for the next nine episodes. <laughs>
0: for however, for however long Lord Dex goes.
1: <laughs> so what do you think? So we just jump up into, oh, it's funny. Matt Esposito, he uh, throws in three lizard babies as my score for that joke. Oh, no.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. I dig that.
1: Well, that's a good score. <laughs> I mean, it could have been four, but, you know, uh, they didn't next have that time. kind of time or that budget, you know, for the episode. So. What do you think? Do you think we should just jump into a recap and see what's going on?
0: Let's do it. I want to see if we're rusty or not.
1: I don't know. It very well could happen. So I'm going to keep the recap a little bit brief because I want to spend most of the show like talking about the episode with you, with the listeners. So here we go.
2: <clears throat>
1: i got to get my, um, my announcer voice on. <clears throat> Last season on Star Trek Lower Decks... Amidst random in-universe Easter egg references and missions gone hysterically awry, the low-ranking or lower decks crew of the USS Cerritos, namely Ensign's Mariner, Boimler, Rutherford, and Tendi, do their level best to uphold the finest Starfleet traditions of seeking out new life, new civilizations, and doing it mm, so ethically. And now... Well, nothing much has really changed. The episode opens up with Mariner struggling with the chain of command and working out both literally and figuratively authority issues she still has with Captain Freeman, a.k.a. Captain Mom. After taking her frustrations out on a crew of Cardassian agents and not skipping leg day on a holodeck simulation, Mariner is ordered to do whatever she wants to do during Commander Ransom's away team mission to Aparagos, where she accidentally activates ancient technology while power washing several buildings. Suddenly, strange energies possess Ransom, who makes Gary Mitchell's possession look like a weak LDS trip. LDS. LDS trip.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Is that scarier than an LSD trip? We leave that to you.
1: That's right. We'll talk about that in a few moments. These strange energies, (laughs) fueled by Ransom's pent-up frustration with Captain Mom's nepotism, Nepotism-driven management skills, that is, towards Mariner, make Ransom literally lose his head Zardoz-style. And that attacks the Cerritos, and specifically Captain Freeman, whose favoritism towards Mariner is to blame. After putting their differences aside, Captain Mom and Mariner, along with Dr. Ta'ana and a giant boulder, manage to subdue Ransom after Mariner breaches Ransom's neutral zone several times. Hey, even gods have a weakness. I mean, what does God Ransom need with a starship? Meanwhile, Tendi and Rutherford are engaged in their own escapade as she tries to capture him and rewire his cyborg brain so that he will stay friends with her forever. What are friends for? I mean, you know, chasing yes. you with guns and laser torches. The end. Yay! Not, not bad for being too Round rusty, of right? Applause. Ooh.
0: Well done.
1: Thank you. Thank you. So um, before we get into the callers, let's get into a couple of uh, discussion points. I want to hear all from you. What did you love about that episode? I know you've been really excited about coming on. So So floor is yours.
0: uh, The the single thing I was most excited about is like the tiniest, silliest little Easter eggs. But when they said Gary Mitchell, my heart exploded. I love Gary Mitchell. When it came out that Benedict was supposed to have played him in an earlier draft, Um, of Into Darkness. My heart was truly shattered. Um, I have a a picture of Gary Mitchell on the wall in my living room. I love him so much. In The Red Shirt Diaries, he was my space boyfriend. So I was like, oh "Oh my God, more Gary. Like that made me so, just so, so excited. And then starting with Cardassians, which I did have the moment where I was like, hold on a second. The Cardassian Empire should be in shambles. Cardassia Prime should not have any kind of, how are they being held That this space station with Gemini Fleets? But then I should have trusted in Mike because the reveal of it being the therapy session I thought was so, so clever. Uh, I recently started therapy myself, so I felt a deeper kinship with Mariner and we love therapy. We advocate for everyone being in therapy, but oh, the Gary Mitchell of it all. Just I knew I knew I had come back home and now I'm back home telling wow, you all my that, favorite things. <laughs> that swept
1: you away. That's my sweeping motion. That just swept you away. That <gasps> that whole reference to Gary Mitchell. That's really cool.
0: We love him. We love him so, so much. That's awesome.
1: Yeah, you know, I really liked um well, first of all, I kind of knew it was a holodeck thing going on because he kind of like kicked the Cardassians from like three feet across the room, like backwards. Like I oh, get it, the, you're smarter like, than me. <laughs> I was just like looking like <laughs> Did she actually make contact? I don't think so. But even, even so. But uh, what as much as you love Gary Mitchell, I love the fact that she beamed onto a 1982 style, well, 1982 our time style Miranda class starship, all the Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan, which was, uh, I, I, I looked at it a little bit more carefully than I looked it up on the notes and did some cheating, but it was the USS <laughs> McDuff, and it was named after Kieran McDuff from an episode from The Next Generation called Conundrum.
0: Not for Leon McDuff?
1: <laughs> Le- I don't know. I don't know. Who is that? I don't know the reference. You're, oh, you're so in
0: me. the Shakespeare play Macbeth, he is killed oh, by Macduff. And then in their big fight in Act Five, he says Leon McDuff. And then they fight. And, uh, oh, right. McDuff spoiler and the alert trees. for an actual historical event. Macduff right. uh, comes out sort of victorious.
1: <laughs> yeah. I did this whole thing on Memory Alpha, and they said that uh, he was. An alien called a Sitaran who, like, uh, he he basically created this whole backstory about Karen McDuff, and he's a Starfleet officer in order to have the Enterprise like be this big bad vessel that would like wipe out his enemies. So nice reference to put on a Miranda class starship, all on 1982's Reliant. Very deep. Right, that's a deep cut. And I guess um, there was another deep cut that was going on in there. Oh, that's right. When when Mariner was like uh, when she was power washing this planet's uh, you know buildings she revealed either George or Gracie because we only saw one whale right
0: I uh, we know from last season that there's an obsession with cetacean ops I am I'm convinced we're going to see it this year <laughs> I'm convinced we're going to see it and there's going to be dolphins and whales and I'm so excited
1: Is <laughs> just the cosplay that you want to get to like lower deck cetacean ops cosplay
0: it's it's a tie between that and just me going as Tendy and Rutherford making out simultaneously
1: that's some serious cosplay that's and I hold you to it.
0: Kiss 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 all I want for them to kiss. <laughs> Sorry is this
1: It's kind of like is it hovering in front of you like the the Mulder Scully moment that you know never really happened but eventually did happen because it did but oh, it didn't in the movie. But the know?
0: nice the nice thing about Trek is because it's ultimately a character exploration and it's about relationships. They people usually get together. So and I do remember um I don't know if this got released in the interview that we did with Mike, but I fully screamed that at him and he said, you can't do everything in season one. <laughs> so yeah, maybe, maybe I'll get my way this season. I believe, But yes, it's, it's, I am pining after them pining for each other and the Tendy storyline in this season, definitely, or in this episode, we've seen the whole season so far. <laughs> definitely That's feels true. like it is sort of swaying that way.
1: And it is has been a great season thus far. I think it's absolutely been one of the best seasons <laughs> I've ever seen in one episode. Uh, we have maybe another poll option here, though, and this one's actually pretty good. Um, so, who do you ship, Tendyford or Rutherdy?
0: Ooh, Tendyford has two nice plosives on either side of it, so I think I'm going to go mm-hmm. Tendyford.
1: Okay, we might have to put that up. I, I might have to flip a coin because I like both of our options. And if why maybe not there's a third both. option later on, you know? Yeah, why not both?
0: I don't know. <laughs> a poll for which poll? That's what I think you need to go with.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we'll do the poll for the poll first mm-hmm. and then the actual poll. We have, you know, it's a plethora of polls or a pollne uh, as we say here. Not a poll <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. <That's great. laughs> You really you really got me together with that. That was so good.
1: <laughs> the rust is coming off. And you know what? This really is iced tea. I think I I just have like the right blend of caffeination going on like right now. But the night is long. I have a candle. Well, don't drink it.
0: (laughs) It's not even liquid to be had. Oh my God, this wax is delicious. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it wouldn't hurt, right? Please don't. Please don't (laughs) come to my Twitter to tell me I'm poisonous. You know, I make
1: (laughs) make no judgments. You know, we do what we get to do. Uh, to, to get through the course of the day. So, uh, any what about uh, any other trivia before we get into our first caller? Because we got callers lining up.
0: Oh, I mean, since we have callers lining up, I liked the reference again to Second Contact because that's what we started the show with. That was really cute. Uh, Ensign Barnes is also, I guess, technically, if you want to say, she's a reference to season one as well. Um, And then, of course, uh, Ransom, who I keep making my notes say as being random, um, is reminded me a lot. And he's basically a lift of Apollo for who mourns for adonis which to me other than gary mitchell was maybe the most direct lift that we got oh totally yeah right
1: i mean it's yeah. like why use a giant green hand when you can use ransom giant glowing head
0: you know right? i i bet there was a pitch where we used a different giant glowing part of his body and i was happy we went with the head
1: his giant glowing neutral zone perhaps yeah, yeah.
0: which I'm, I'm not saying wouldn't have also been very funny yeah but then you fire
1: <laughs> photon torpedoes at the neutral zone while you know, Mariners kicking him in. The, the, look, in I was on team himself.
0: fire. The photo <laughs> <That was> so-
1: <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so much fun. Uh, okay. So before we get like way off the warp rails, that's, t- that's trademark, by the way. That's mine. No that's, one can take that t-shirt. out there. Do it. Yep. Way off the goes. We're off the warp rails. Um, what do you say, Earl? Why don't we pipe in our first caller? Because Chris, you got much to say, not only about lower decks, because we had a conversation this morning, but- a very significant cosplay that you did at Star Trek Las Vegas, <clears throat> excuse me, the 55-year mission. Again, I don't want to get into any um, legal rights there with that kind of stuff. So, Chris, what's up, man?
3: Welcome back to the show. Hey, good to see you. Good to see you, Ashley. It's Hello. been so it's been forever. Uh, back with yes. the best backgrounds in uh, the game. Thank you. Thank you. So this, I put this as my background. I see on the live show it's covered by the chat window, which is unfortunate. There, thank you, Earl. Shout out to to Earl. Um, So this is a costume that I did at Vegas this year. This is obviously Dr. Miglimo, the counselor voiced by Paul F. Tompkins from last season. So my mother very lovingly crocheted this whole head and the gloves. And so I wore that on Thursday, which was Lower Decks Day at Vegas. And everyone really liked it. Paul F. Tompkins retweeted it. Mike McMahon liked it. Yeah, all the people saw it. So this was... um, my big lower dex cosplay for this year. I'm very proud of how it turned out. Uh it how was a really good sweaty great were drink. you? Not that bad, actually. It, a little bit, <laughs> but not not as much as I thought it would be, given that it's like all yarn all over my head.
2: hmm
0: Oh, it looks so good. You gotta feel... you gotta get an Etsy store open with that on it, and we won't <laughs> tell anyone. <laughs>
1: it, it, almost, uh, it almost seems like it would breathe well. Like it's like the right material for cosplay because it's you know it's woven. So you have little pockets for like, you know, uh, like a heat sink, you know, for heat displacement.
3: Yeah, there is. It's not like tight on my head. So there is sort of like a cushion around where things can sort of like move through. And then, yeah, no, I, it was it was not too bad to wear. That's just like a little mock, almost like sun shirt texture turtleneck. So it's not like a heavy thing. So that also helped. Yeah.
1: This is smart. Like, you should do some notes up for, like, cosplayers in the future. Not only is it accurate, you know, and it's also, it's very fashionable, but also comfortable. Comfort, Comfort's a huge deal, right? You don't want to be, like, sweating through your costume. You no, know, yeah, definitely. You, know, you don't want any of that discomfort. So, uh, you know, Ashley and I got into, like, a couple of really funny beats from the show, but, I mean, this show, this particular episode, I mean, they came out with literally guns blazing. They went right for the throat. It was hilarious. I... I did a spit take. I was drinking and something at the very end uh, just made me just full on just guffaw. What did you think? Is this what you've been waiting for? Because it has been a while since it's been on the air live. Is this the way that you wanted it to start off?
3: Oh, definitely. I mean, I had been rewatching season one in preparation for this and I've, I enjoyed that rewatch and it was nice to get re familiar. But getting this new content, it was like I was instantly reminded why I love Lower Decks. It has the heart and it has the humor. And it balances them so well, which I think is a really hard thing to do. Um, so, yeah, it's just been wonderful to see everyone back. I am so excited for the next 10 weeks to see where everything goes. Uh, yeah, is this, this will be a fun time.
1: Now, it was full of deep cut moments. Were there any of these Easter eggs that just really like stuck with you the way that, say, Gary Mitchell uh, has latched onto Ashley's heart forever?
3: uh i'm a big fan of and i think it's just jack quaid's delivery of they keep showing me lights <laughs> right in the beginning i was just oh it's so good and the way lights. he likes the terror in his voice he's like please let me go
1: i mean it's pretty immediate that i mean if you knew that episode it was pretty immediate that she was really like channeling chain of command right the entire time um yeah and lovingly so because it's 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 so serious of an episode that you can only help but parody it right because mm-hmm. there's just so much stuff going on i mean the whole four the lights thing everyone knows that meme right you know it's, it's very uh, kind of like ingrained in the fabric of star trek uh, especially in the lexicon now for all the memes um but what about like some of the deeper cut stuff like okay so we were talking about this earlier uh, in our, our discord chat but i thought that the uh the Reliant-class ship originally said USS Maquis because I couldn't make it out, which I really thought. <gasps> oh my liked. God, that would have been
2: so cool. <laughs> I, I was have, like, yes. I would have passed away.
1: <laughs> Next, I was like, oh, and I was, I, I found it on Memory often. I was a little disappointed that it wasn't, but it is still kind of like another deep cut thing, you know, where like, why would they put on like USS McDuff, you know, on the, you know, the, the main hull of a starship? I would have liked Maquis, but hey, you know, you can't always get what you want. You just get what you need. Hey. as they say. Hey. right? <laughs> um, you're a big fan of, uh, Chris, you're a big fan of uh, Tendi and Rutherford, so where do you think that's going, and are you as heartbroken as Ashley when it didn't
3: happen at the end? <laughs> I am not as heartbroken, because I think, like, I can see where Ashley and a lot of people are coming from, where you can read it like that, but I think it's, like, oblique enough that you could also read it as just a platonic friendship, and I this is just my weird like personal like literature thing. I'm a big fan of like like meaningful platonic friendships, um, and so I think it could go that way. It could go the romance way. I like the idea of it being more platonic because I think it kind of calls back to um, 104 and Tendy and the Ascension guy, and she's just so desperate oh, right. for him to like her, and not even in like a romantic way. She just wants to be friends with everybody, which I think is like her almost not like flaw, but like. Core character trait, or one of her core character traits is that she needs that validation and that appreciation. And like the idea of her losing Rutherford, who she cares about so very, very much, I think is sort of what drove her into this, you know, whole shebang. So um, I, I don't think I would complain if it went romantic, but I also would not complain if it went platonic. I think it could go either way at this point, and I'm curious to see how it all shakes out.
1: Oh, uh, let's see. Vince Figueroa, Ashley, he said, I'm Team Ashley, you want Tendiford.
0: Yay. We're going to make shirts. <laughs> All right. So
1: there's three out of four um, options for a poll, which is the maximum on Twitter. So <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: we're getting there. We're definitely Hell getting yeah. there. <laughs> <That's> so funny. <laughs> so, uh, Chris, anything else? Uh, because we have uh, a couple more callers lined up and I want to make sure that everyone has a chance to, um, you know, to to lean into their strange energies. I know. Oh I know. Yeah.
3: Always, always got to do that. Uh, We'll try and make this quick. I'm curious what you guys thought about the time jump. Because while they did, this was a great episode. I also kind of wanted to see like the immediate aftermath of like Mariner adapting to being with her mom or to get back on the Tendyford thing, like her and him doing recovery, like in the finale and like after he gets ripped out and I'm like, oh, there's going to be like, you know, doctor, nurse, whatever arc. And we could have sort of skipped over that. It seems we might get flashbacks. So, uh, yeah, I liked the episode as it was, but I also I would not complain if we got more like in those three months, what was happening, how people were dealing.
1: That could come in flashback, too. We never know because, you know, we, we know what happened. Well, we knew that there was a holographic boiler at the beginning because he had coped to it as such. But then we also saw him go into fluidic space, which was my favorite part of the I episode. Oh my job. When Riker went into fluidic space and his whole head just kind of like went whack, like our next guest that's piped in right now is uh, <laughs> we're going to see. That was like my favorite, favorite, favorite part. I spit up my tea. It was amazing. Uh, it was worth the stand on the rug.
3: I mean, the tea was.
0: So. <laughs> I was like, we were we leaning there... into the,
3: le- the sort of after dark, aren't we, Norm?
0: Was this a blueberry tea? Was there some spirits in this tea?
3: Yeah, it's just a white carpet you know
0: spirits yeah. or actual spirits i don't know which is more fun or funny they're
1: they're all fun their energies are all strange. <laughs> they're all very strange <laughs> um but
0: to your point chris about like the, the the time jump in the episode and stuff like that i actually think the next episode is going to pick up and take place during the same chunk of time that this is i think we're going to spend all of next episode on the titan and we're going to be yeah. seeing like what boimler's been doing and Since he tends to be more of our POV, even though I think Mariner is definitely the protagonist, I think Boiler is more of our POV entry character. And I think we're going to see more of it next week through him. So if I'm wrong, (laughs) please (laughs) remind me.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I think we're going to get definitely like kind of like this back and forth. Because sometimes that happened in, in, um, you know, uh, season premieres. You know, you, you don't get the whole cast, right? You don't get... Uh, all of them reunited because you know they were broken apart for a reason, and now you want to see why, and you want to see them kind of like get back together. We like seeing you know like the Scooby Gang like all back together in the same van finally, you know. So I think that'll happen in like the next couple episodes. They're going to string us along, you know, like uh, you know they're going to string our emotions along. Damn you, Mike McMahon, you know. So <laughs> right, much anger. <laughs> I'm going to take my head off. I'm so angry. No. yeah.
2: All right, Chris.
1: <laughs> uh, we're going to let you go and we're going go to go our next caller, but, uh, thanks for coming back on. Always good to see you and, uh, keep up the faith, keep up the, uh, keep All up right. the energy. Otherwise. Nice yeah. to
0: catch up with yeah. you. Yeah.
3: Bye.
1: <laughs> All right, Earl. So, uh, I'm not sure if their next call is coming in from, from, uh, fluidic space or is just channeling his Zardas, but, uh, let's see what strange energies Alan's bringing to the table. So, uh, what's going on there, buddy?
4: Uh, yeah, things, things have gone weird guys. I, I don't know what's happened here. Um, was everything was okay and then, and then it really wasn't. I was doing some cleaning earlier and then and then it just got weird. So hopefully this, hopefully everything's okay. I mean, and if you see any sort of strange like greenish uh, <laughs> stuff going on around me, that's just the energy. That's not anything else. It's just the energy.
1: All right. So not not gaseous anomalies in your <laughs> no, room of any kind.
4: Not Absolutely, gaseous. Not. How
0: dare you? <laughs> you know,
1: I'm only speculating. This is all this is postulating scientific theory. You know, like yeah, um yeah.
4: yeah, it's just, you know, it's just the energy. But boy, <laughs> we're back. Lower Dex is back. Um actually, I don't think I was on early with you last season, but so
0: nice to meet you.
1: He's going to hug uh, just your head because you yeah. can't hug anything around this gaseous. Oh, we'll
0: hold you close.
1: Speaking of gaseous anomalies, it seems like uh, we may have lost Aunt Alan to his own strange energies unless we get him back. Nope. I'm There you I'm are. Here. Oh, there All right. Go. There you are. Okay. Sorry.
4: Go. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, like I said, it's weird here. I don't. <laughs> um, but yeah, we- just...
1: You're a huge Lower Decks fan. I know, I mean, from your background and kind of like from all the effort that you're doing right now to, yeah. to maintain, to maintain you know, <laughs> your, your, your character. But yes. uh, you're excited, right? You're excited about this this first episode, right?
4: I am very happy that it's back. And yes, maintaining this is requiring a lot of concentration on my part. Hopefully it stays. All but... right, we
1: won't throw any compliments your way. We'll just make you angry.
4: No, yeah. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I thought this was a really good return to form for lower decks. Like um, I like that we get another group of idiosyncratic aliens, you know, this, this time it was number aliens. Um, I don't think anything's going to top the crystal aliens, but, but this was a good, this was a good set. Uh, oh, like... they,
1: they, they demanded so many pads though. So oh, many pads, all right? the pads, all the pads.
4: <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, just the, the away mission that goes awry, the sort of, well, it wasn't really a crisis. It was it was a bit of a crisis on the ship as well. But yeah, it was just sort of, it was, you know, I, I also rewatched a lot of the episodes leading up to the premiere. And, and yeah, it was just a really good sort of return to form and hopefully a good indication of everything that we've got coming up.
1: You know, that that brings up a good point. And uh, people out there in the uh, audience, uh, I'd love to know, like, uh, how you prepared for Lower Decks. Did you rewatch it right up to the premiere so that you were, like, having, like, like all that momentum going in? Ashley, how did you prepare for this? Or did you just go in cold, like, from the break? (laughs) Uh,
0: No, I watched the first season a couple times over in... uh... In the panini because we all w- have been stuck at home watching things and so i watched it again in preparation it's not even all that long it's only a couple hours long <laughs> if you have the space to watch it all you can do it in like an afternoon truly if you're re- i'm not that dedicated but you could mm-hmm. uh and then i did watch i always watch the episodes twice uh in preparation for mission log because i didn't the very first time i mm-hmm. was ever on a mission log and mm-hmm. john scared me so now i watch them twice. <laughs> <laughs>
1: glad we got our notes you know make sure that you read the notes you know minimum of 3 times for mission loggers minimum yeah, of three.
4: Yeah, yeah. yeah and with this show maybe once regular and once with subtitles just to make sure you see
0: the references because there's a lot
4: of right. stuff that that happened and god help me i went over that freaking riddle <laughs> like frame by frame with the subtitles on is that a real riddle does that actually have an answer because it, it it completely snowballed me
0: i don't think it's real <laughs> okay but yeah, well, let's i, I want to make a note so if we get to chat to mike again we can ask
1: okay because that's a good question yeah, good i i feel less stupid now
0: <laughs> we're gonna be fully like golem like riddles in the dark with these yeah
1: yeah what's in your pockets mike What's in your pockets?
0: <laughs> he's, uh, he's probably got all the things that were in Mariner's secret compartment in season is that, one.
1: Is oh. it season three precious? Oh, that <laughs> reminds me. Here's something that I really, really dug. And this is something that you would really notice if you're a Californian. But in the, uh, at the back entrance, you know, when Ransom walks out, it's the flag of California, the Republic flag.
0: And on, I believe it's on the side of one of the shuttle, it said Sequoia's rule. And I was like, Sequoia does (laughs) rule. You can touch all the trees there.
1: So many California references. I mean, the Cerritos being that one, right? One of them.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Uh, There was also, I think, like behind the, on one of the sides of the captain's shelves, there's like a little bitty Gorn action figure, like in a glass jar, which I think was awesome. I
0: mean, we love the Gorn, don't we?
1: We do. Right? I love
0: them so much
1: and anything that doesn't get out of my space, get out of my chat room warm, you know? <laughs> just
0: going to build my cannon real quick, and we'll be fine.
1: If you can only find a, can you find a rudimentary lathe? Get off the phone guy
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Vasco's rocks is maybe thirty minutes from where I am right now, so maybe oh, you oh, you're up maybe there someday oh, in, yeah, the,
1: in the north yeah, yeah. north north of l a
0: <laughs> north <laughs> north l a <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
1: Uh, so Alan, didn't um, whether, you know, I, I'm sure that you loved it, but were there any like moments where you're just like, Oh, I wish that it could have been bigger, better, bolder, anything like that. Or was it as over the top as you wanted it to be?
4: Uh well, definitely. It, it was definitely, you know, pitched to 11, which is sort of what I've kind of come to expect from this show. So it wasn't really a, su- a surprise in that, in that respect. Um, there were, I you know, I'm not going I I don't want to yuck anybody's yum but there were maybe Ooh. a couple of times when I felt Tendy was maybe a bit pitched too high but you know
1: like voice wise voice acting wise is that what you're
4: uh in in terms of intensity uh it was it was definitely played to the hilts, which is you know the tenor of the show so I get it but yeah. it was like Ooh, okay, now this is now we've gone super crazy, but I think I think coming to that realization at the end really sort of helped redeem the whole situation. so yeah, yeah, um, but yeah, I liked it um, and uh, I you know, I enjoyed that ransom's Godhood all centered around him and, and his interests and
1: likes. Dude,
4: I thought him, that was a
1: nice him. touch. Him, like, lifting weights and turning everything around him into, like, some kind of, like, you know, exercise equipment. Like, he was, like, pumping trees, cars, like, whatever. He was like, yes, you know, all the weights. I must work out. He must be from Venice Beach. Yeah.
4: (laughs) I wanted callbacks to his uh, apparent, uh, what was it, six months in Barcelona? Yes. (laughs) That would have been nice. But, yeah, it was good.
1: Awesome, buddy. So um, we're going to take a little bit of a station identification break here. We're going to let you go. Yeah. Uh, great seeing your head. Uh, uh, you know, <laughs> uh, hopefully, it. well, uh. you, we'll throw a couple <laughs> compliments your way. You're a great memer. I, could, I only expect the best memes uh, coming from you for Lower Decks out there on social media. So with that, I think you should start rematerializing into the rest of your body.
4: Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: I expect that level of commitment from everybody going forward.
1: That's
2: right. The bar is very
0: high. Bring
1: your 11 games. So we're going to take a break here for a second. And we're going to talk about a couple of times that I've mentioned this during the course of this episode. And I've talked about Patreon and I've talked about Discord because I have to be 100% honest with you. uh, It's probably some of my favorite time to spend uh, during the course of my life being on the patreon discord for mission log you can do th- you can find that at patreon.com slash mission log and from there uh, not only do you support the show but you do so also have access to our wonderful discord server discord channels and this fantastic community of fans that make being part of star trek fandom so incredibly special so if you are interested in supporting mission log that way please visit patreon.com slash mission log and then you'll be able to see all the different tiers that you can support us uh, and support our efforts as we publish these shows and keep ourselves on the airwaves so uh, you have potato peeler level that's the one dollar entry level but that gives you access to discord and that's probably the most important thing so that you can like find whatever channel of whatever community, Star Trek-related, food-related, very important to uh, the, the Patreon fans on on uh, the, the Discord server, uh, and everything under the sun. That's how we actually kept in touch with each other during the uh, 55-year mission. People were sharing pictures, they were sharing stories, things of that nature, so that was really important. And very special story coming up with our very next color. But before that, I just want to make sure, especially for your East Coasters, that... Well, anyone that's actually kind of like impinging on midnight, until the end of the day today, so act now. If you go to StarTrekLasVegas.com, that's StarTrekLasVegas.com, and use the special mission log code TREK15, you'll get 15% off of your entire purchase. That's TREK15, 15, T-R-E-K-1-5, 15, to get 15% off your purchase, but that ends tonight, tonight, August 16th. So um don't leave the show right now to do that i'm just kidding if you want to you can go ahead and do that or you can just you know open another window we have that technology but make sure you take a full advantage of that 15 percent okay so i'm gonna take a deep breath because our next guest i i owe him uh, a great deal he uh did something very solid for the the patreon discord community um Thursday nights and let's just bring him in let's talk about it. So welcome back David and uh first of all how was your panel at 55 year mission cuz you were on a panel.
2: Oh yeah, um hello everybody. I I I just wasn't really thinking I was going to do anything like that but John needed somebody to fill a hole um that had developed. Uh, we did have somebody remotely on a Zoom which was good but uh, Turned out the technology wasn't there. So it was about gaming. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm, I'm a big gamer into the Star Trek online game. I'm not really a gamer, to be honest with you. But gaming community has helped us through the pandemic. So uh, I just kind of said, sure, why not? And I went out and found some people on the floor that had a booth for gaming, for the game. And we talked about it. And we got Elio in on the Zoom, too. So oh, great. Overall, okay. um, it, it was okay. Uh, I think it was some a big panel was going on in the main room, so... People kind of filtered out, but at least one person came up and said they enjoyed it. So, yeah, oh, that's what good. we did. I don't know. So, my congratulations. First panel. Thank congratulations you. Congratulations for doing that's a panel.
0: That's yeah. That's nice panel. Yeah. yeah. Yes. yeah.
2: You got to kind of peel the band aid off of that one, right? Do the first oh, one. Oh, it's a rite of
0: passage.
2: Exactly. Hey, you got there before I did. I still haven't been able to
1: get to my panel. It, it would have so. <laughs> been you. It
2: would have been you had I not been there. Anyway, oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't even know the
1: game there. anymore. But, yeah. um, Uh, for all the fans out there, the one special thing, the really one special thing that just made Thursday night fantastic for uh, the members on uh, the Patreon.com discord server is that we were actually covering uh, the episode after image that was dropped that day last week, because that was the episode that was published. And then for mission log after dark that we do on discord, we talk about the day's published episode. So this was the episode about how Esri Dax, uh, kind of like found her way into uh, her own narrative and deep space nine and then david ran into or or, or walked by uh nicole deborah's booth so why don't you tell us a little bit about that as you were streaming our chats on your phone
2: <laughs> well yeah so um i i've participated in the after dark show on discord on my computer here at home Mm-hmm. Uh, so I have Discord on this computer here, but I never had Discord on my phone. So actually what you didn't know is I, was, I, I decided because at 5 o'clock when you started it, there really wasn't anything going on that, that much. Mm-hmm. And so I just decided, oh, let me install Discord and watch the I'll watch you guys, right? And so I went through the process of installing Discord on my phone first. I didn't even have it. And then I started watching you guys and I saw I didn't even realize it when you were talking about After Image. And I knew exactly that was an Esri Dax episode. And Mm -hmm. Nicole is really great. I mean, she comes to every convention. Mm -hmm. She sits out there on the vendors area all day, practically talking to so many people. She loves meeting the fans. I've met her five or six times already. So I just thought, well, what if I see if maybe I'll buy an autograph from her and see if she wants to give guys a shout out. So that's how that happened. And I just kind of went in there and you guys were still talking and we did it. It was real quick. But she provided, I think, at least one insight. Into the episode to you guys. I was kind of yes, holding my phone. I, I have a Z flip. This is what it was. So it was actually oh, like this. Very kinda tracky a, of you. Kind of yeah. like a makeup case. <laughs> yeah. Kind of like a makeup case. And, <laughs> yeah. and so she was talking into it and seeing you guys. And so, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. She uh, went And were some of them, about...
2: some, the two of the people in the Discord, sorry, sorry, Norman, no, actually right. came to the convention the next day. One was planning to, another one did it on a whim. So it's very cool. Go
1: ahead. I'm, I'm sitting here with like my like my chi- my chin like clutched on my hands. I'm like I'm just riveted by every word of yeah. what I'm
2: talking about. Cause I, it, I thought it,
0: you were gonna say that David had gone by the booth because um Nicole is very famously a small, short, tiny person, and that you just lifted her up and carried her away with you. <laughs> <laughs>
1: with me. All right. Uh but we were we were talking about after image and then you know, she popped on. And I think she was looking around the room and she said I think she saw where Andy Robinson's uh, booth Mm. area was. And she said that 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 scene between her and Garrick when he really lays in to Esri was she said that she was terrified during that scene, like not terrified for herself. But Andy just just (laughs) took it to that that next level, you know, and. Yeah, she said she was almost like she was in tears. I don't want to misquote her, but she said something along the lines of she was in tears or on the verge of tears or just very affected by just the strange energies
2: of that scene. <laughs> well, that's why so, they put them so back. close every year together. You know, they want to create that conflict. Um, so now he, he was about five, you know, desks down, but everybody was separated by Plexi, so they were being very safe about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he, he was there, Andy Robinson. So yeah, it was, it was good.
1: Dream of mine to meet him because Garrick is the greatest thing since bacon, mm-hmm. and I do love bacon. Um, greatest so, thing since Dirty Harry, right? So, I guess since yeah, if you're a Clean Eastwood fan, sure. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The, he, was he was in. That? He was Scorpio. Yeah, was Scorpio. that's right.
2: Yeah. So uh, let's talk about a little bit lower decks. Uh, yeah, how'd you yeah. feel about it? Well, this is this is really cool because um, when I saw that the premiere episode was going to be during the convention, I was really worried because what I usually like to do is, you know, maybe crack open a bottle of wine or get a nice takeout meal, sit on my coffee table and watch it on my 4k TV. Who wants to watch it, you know, in a hotel or whatever. But I figured I, if people are going to start talking about this thing, you know, I better watch it. I better find the time, make the time to sit alone, not with people in my room and watch it. I watched it on my tablet. Ooh. He's fancy. So <laughs> well, I mean, Jackie to catchy. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I missed, I think I feel like I may have missed some things, but I got most of it. And so it was funny when you guys were talking earlier about you got to watch it twice. Yeah. I, ju- I just rolled in like two hours ago. I, I was working on setting my computer back up. So I figured I'd join, but I, I ate some dinner and I watched it again. I did the second watch just like half an hour ago. And you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. you got to watch it twice because you want to pick up all those things you missed. What did I pick up on that I missed? Only one thing. And you recall the scene where Boimler is, uh, not Boimler, sorry, Quaid. Uh, no, Ransom. My brain is never there with that. Ransom is turning everybody into ransomites. Mm-hmm. Right. And he, he, he turns it into like a, like a LA fitness or something. I don't know. And uh, there's a bunch of Jim equipment around. Did mm-hmm. you see the call? Did you see the shout out there that the animators put in or Mike Man put in to Deanna Troy?
1: Uh, the was it the the they
2: turned acrobat? Uh, Amanda the ransom yoga into thing. Deanna Troy from the and her outfit and everything. Yeah. Oh yeah, fun yeah. Yeah. That's yes. All I got up on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's my funny story for today because I'm so tired. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, you're a champ I, man i, I drove i drove
2: back from, from vegas to to san diego so, yeah.
1: see like you're on but champions not here man you're a real trooper that's all i'm saying
2: right? yeah yeah, yeah really <laughs> they're chug yeah. they're chugging along in la traffic somewhere <laughs> yeah.
1: But you know, he could have, he got have popped on his phone. I know that Larry's driving and he's just kind of snoozing in the back, you know, like writing notes for our show and making sure that we have ad copy. I mean, stuff like that. I mean, Oh, I
0: like thought that. you were yeah. going to fully say that he was asleep in the back. And I was like, you can't do that. If someone else be driving, <laughs> I know.
1: Yep. Yep. That's, that's that's straight up disrespect, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. kick John in the neutral zone for that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, did, sure, you so did you have a good time? Did you have a good time? Uh, of course it was a, it was a great time. I'm not, I may or may not be able to make.
1: Oh, do we lose you? David, you uh, hit your mute button. You're so tired that you just basically cut yourself off.
2: Yeah, no worries. Oh, Paul outed you
1: though. Paul outed you. He said, yeah, we had a late night last night, David. What, what?
2: There's a story
1: there. No wonder he's hitting his mute button. I know.
2: Sorry. I keep getting mute. I don't know why I keep moving my keyboard. Um, no, it was, it was good. Everybody hangs out at the at the, at the bar on Sunday, yeah. and it's fun. Yeah, it's fun. Um, well, it, it's just a normal, event. you know, masks too. You know, you got to be careful. And um, um, I got to say that uh, I, I stopped at the grocery store on the way home to, in, here in San Diego, and I felt safer in uh, Las Vegas than San Diego. Yeah. So, but oh, overall, that's, a tr- that's a drive. You went from San Diego to Vegas. Well, the opposite, actually. Oh. That's why I put. As you can see, I have bezor in the background here, you ever notice how in the in the show deep space nine, it always takes them like half a day to get from earth to Bajor. I mean, it doesn't right. make sense, right? <laughs> exactly. Well, here I am. I came from earth to Bajor. Anyway, there you go. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, it was a great time. I, I recommend it when you're able. So I'm sure you'll be there at some point in, in the future. Um, I'm not driving from Florida you... to
1: Las Vegas. I'll tell you that. I'll have to take a wormhole, uh, yeah. like via Charlotte or, uh, Atlanta. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. deep space atlanta coming your way mm-hmm. 2022 that's what i'm going to do why not all right buddy well, i'm going to i'm not going to like uh keep you uh just burning those fumes because you have you know i don't know sleep or something like that mm-hmm. to get to mm-hmm. um and i'm just going to i'm, I'm going to hoard ashley's time <laughs> for myself for the rest of the show right, right. we're we're going to do our thing so well i'll uh, talk but, to you soon all right but thank you so much for doing what you did and getting Nicole on you know on Patreon discord it was fantastic you to bomb
2: uh, mm-hmm.
1: I owe you something. Um, and you know what? May Threll bless you.
2: Sounds good. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, bud. Um, Thanks. So actually, if you, if you don't know, I am absolutely obsessed with something that they invented for the convention. And this is it's the Threll initiative or the Threll Collective it's essentially I their version of the I didn't know board. you
0: were obsessed with it. <laughs> no, I'm,
1: I'm, like, I'm like straight up obsessed with it. Like I want the t-shirts. I want the pins. <laughs> I want it all. I want backstories. I want everything that I can't find on social media. And the reason why I'm upset, obsessed with it is because I can't find anything about it. It's just there. It was in that experience. The first time I, first time I saw that poster, I oh. straight up was like, what? the thrill that's
0: <laughs> people didn't just send you a bunch of it like you couldn't get your cohorts to send it to you after this weekend
1: no merch except for like this one cheesy t-shirt that i wouldn't wear so there's weird like no, i know now i i know that we're probably supposed to be like talking like lower decks but um i needed to ask you this before we run out of time yes uh, did you follow the convention and did you kind of like you know Were you feeling the FOMO or how did you feel about it when you were looking at it on social media?
0: I did have a little bit of FOMO, but it's funny because I like people and I like conventions, but there's also a huge part of me that likes sitting at home and watching TV. So it's, you feel it for a little bit and then I'm like, "Mm," but I get to go to bed in my bed and there's nothing better than that. Remember the year the Rio had mold and mariner's disease yeah mm-hmm. me too no i mean of course of course i missed it um i missed i always missed the merch and i missed the cosplays and there were some really really funny cosplays this year uh uh my good friend adam Drozen sent me someone dressed up as the ractagino cups the like yeah. tall on the top and the flared yeah. skirt and like that's the stuff that i missed the most yeah. i mean merch is great um, I love walking around the weird vendors hall. I always try to buy one inappropriate, uh, fanfic zine when I go like as yeah. a ritual, yeah. but I would say that, uh, given the fact that the Delta variant is spiking, my FOMO was tampered down under the self-importance of responsibility. <laughs>
1: no, I, I get it. I get it. These are, these are like the tough choices that, that we have to make. And, uh, you know, I, uh, thank God that, um, you know, uh, a buddy of mine, you know, John Krikorian, you know, from, uh, now the Threll uh, profiles podcast, truly, um, <laughs> you know, he, he, he just sent me a bunch of pictures and stuff like that. Um, you know, throughout the course of the week. And I just, the more he sent me the, just the more obsessed I got about it. I don't know why it was just one of those things where like, what does this mean? I need to know all of it. <laughs> And there was none of it.
0: I hope when you go next year, there's truly nothing. It will forever be a mystery. (laughs) Nobody's expanded on it anymore. It was like something that was supposed to happen this year. And then they walked it back. And then in season 23 of Lower Decks, that's when the Easter egg will come out because Mike is obviously cutting very deep on these.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. I just don't, uh, it's unexplained. And as a, you know, a, a deep cut, sci-fi research nerd when it comes to this stuff, like, you know, when it comes to symbology and logos and icons and things like that, those are like the, my favorite things in fandom. Mm-hmm. When I see something like that, it goes, I need to know what it means now. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> like all of maybe, it. Is there... Maybe John knows something. I don't know. I was asking, I was like, what does it mean? Please tell me. Do I need to join it? What's her website? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it's, it was fun, though. It was fun, like, kind of, like, tracking it down. But here's the weird thing, though, is that there were, like, these symbols of Threl. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm, like, saying it like it's a real thing. It's really not. But, like, there were the symbols of Threl peppered across different co- uh, quadrants and coordinates specifically. So if you found them all and you drew them on a line of the map, it all said nothing. How do you right? spell threll? Threll, like T-H-R-E-L-L. Like if you Google thrilled, Thrill bro. Star
0: Trek, literally nothing comes up.
1: Nothing comes up. It's it just is... a Trill. I know. That's my problem. There's not I even get... a
0: picture of the shirt. I get
1: no answers, and it drives me nuts. <laughs>
0: what is I this? I so keep out... thinking Thraw, like from the Dark Crystal.
1: <laughs> it, I don't know where it came up, but they did kind of co-opt a little bit. Yeah, exactly, Lou. What the Thrill am I talking about? I don't know either. <laughs> But all I know is that I love it. And there was this, there's a, there was one, uh, kind of a, a pop-up that said, we are one, one are we now I know that's a direct lift, but I need to know why they did it. Mm-hmm. I need, I need to know
2: there's Somebody also
1: part
0: of me that is wondering, I'm like, is this just an elaborate joke? That am I being punked right now because I didn't follow the coverage as closely as you did? Are you? Is it going to be revealed at the end that there is no thrill? <laughs>
1: look at look at my face. You're getting nothing from me. Look at this face.
2: Norman, I don't do I mean, this to me.
1: me and then Star my Star Trek shaking. Off. Ah, yeah. we're
0: encountering turbulence. We're that was it, <laughs> it.
1: Was just a weird, weird thing. Anyway, <laughs> that was like my big obsession. Uh, but you convention. didn't get the
0: shirt because it was
1: ugly. Yeah, it was, like, all I I wanted was, like, a logo, right? And I'll probably make my own, you know, and TM it, you know, and make a billion off of it, you know, just say, you know, like, designed by me. No, but it was just, uh, there were all these different signs that were, like, kind of, like, skirting the the realm of, uh, like, the original series since the energy of that entire convention was about, you know, Gene Roddenberry and his uh, centennial and things like that. So everything was, like, okay, let's make this very TOS-esque. Oriented. Mm-hmm. That's very hard to say T U S-esque. Oriented.
0: <laughs> Too many soft sounds.
1: Yeah, it is TS esque. Um, yeah, so I don't know. It, I, I'm sure it won't ever become a thing, but it's a thing in my heart. Here.
0: It's so, so it's so strange. But I feel like if it was not a thing this year and they obviously put some amount of thought into it, if it was given a shirt, Merch why man. not just roll it over till next year?
1: all about this is another
0: thing i need to make a note about to ask about next year
1: (laughs) let's do it um okay so let's do some parting thoughts here so what are you looking forward to throughout the course of the rest of the season where do you want this season to go
0: oh i am looking forward to uh, boimler getting reunited with the crew because i think he's going to remain on the titan for maybe a whole episode Mm -hmm. i the things that i'm really like genuinely looking forward to are all of the themes and character moments and in-jokes being expanded on more from what we saw in season one and in this premiere episode. I, I want cetacean ops and I want named characters, whether they are familiar named characters or uh, maybe it's dolphins, maybe it's jellyfish. I clearly didn't look up what cetacean actually means and if that encompasses all sea creatures or not. Uh, I want more That's tropes. for next episode
1: john can yeah, follow you up with that with that next episode
0: i did i only watched the episode twice i didn't do that much google <laughs> i want to yeah. see the bottom of their shoes more because that brings me delight every time that the art design extends that low um mm. i'm looking forward to Chindi and rutherford kissing
2: mm, Okay.
0: and uh i'm looking for most of all what i'm hoping for is to be surprised because lower decks was and i said this last year as well the the new Trek installment I didn't think was going to be for me and it's turned out to be the most for me and they brought in my the love of my life Gary Mitchell so the bar is only going up
3: <laughs> I,
1: gotta, I gotta get more of this information off camera sorry folks that's just for
0: maybe the picture will make an appearance we'll see what about for you though what are you looking forward to what did I leave out
1: well I'd like to see actually Mariner and Captain Mom actually kind of like really have a row like really <laughs> kind of like get get at it oh. you know because they play it off for comedy, but I want to see like if there's actually really something there that's going to happen, and also they're like kind of like laying the groundwork for um, like ransom not feeling that he's being valued, so maybe he'll go off somewhere, or maybe like he'll vie for his own ship because that you know um, Admiral Dad, you know he said you know uh, you may get you know to, to Captain Mom says if you play this right you'll get your own ship. Well, next in line to Thritos is ransom, so maybe he wants. Kind of go that way. And if they did a mirror episode, that means he gets to off Captain Freeman. Then he gets his own command, right? Which it was cool.
0: nice to hear Phil Lamar again in this episode.
1: Oh, as so good.
0: Admiral Dad.
1: Yeah. His his voice acting is perfection. Wonderful. I, I think that, you know, I'm just looking forward to just, you know, chasing the Easter eggs, having fun with it. Um, just enjoying it, laughing with Star Trek. Uh, not, you know, having something that's just nice and light and, and fun and you know, still uh, irreverent and reverent at the same time. You can't have that many Easter eggs or callbacks or or references without being reverent. You know?
0: Irreverent and reverent at the same
1: time. Yeah. Chef's kiss. Yeah. So I will leave. Um, I think I will leave my notes there. And uh, unfortunately, um, you're just going to have to put up with John next week. Sorry to say.
0: I'll see you in two weeks.
1: Absinthe, not absence. Absinthe makes the heart grow fonder. I've tried the
0: this, the green kind or the red kind.
1: Yes. <laughs> yes. It's my standard four line answer for, you know, questions I don't understand. Oh, one of them has a higher <laughs>
0: alcohol content.
1: Oh, see now you know I was just bluffing. I, I don't drink. I don't, don't drink words. anymore
0: because I know the answer to that. <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right. Okay. So on that note, yes, uh, thank you for put, putting that in. Like, join us next week for another thrilling episode. And you know, it's from, <laughs> you know this from Earl because it ends with y'all. Right? <laughs> yeah. a little bit of column a little bit of column b so mission log live is produced by roddenberry entertainment executive producer rod roddenberry technical production on mission log is done by the uh the the ever uh I can't say insouciant that's not that's not fair uh, the the ever clever ever creative Earl Green be sure to visit podcast on for the latest from Roddenberry podcasts. and if you'd like to support mission log directly give us a look at patreon.com slash mission log big shout out to Ashley V joining us here for mission log for the foreseeable future as we're covering lower decks um, she has wonderful strange energies and we'll see kind of like you know where uh, you know where her metaphoric powers come in next week with episode two so thanks everyone for joining us and uh we'll see you thanks for joining us here or when you join us later stay safe be careful out there and we look forward to seeing you next week
0: this is a roddenberry podcast for more great podcasts visit podcast.roddenberry.com